episode of Proper English is brought to you by Traditional English Pubs. What's the difference between a pub and a bar and the idiom, it's not my cup of tea? It's just me today. Dave has a migraine which is making him feel quite unwell. Get well soon, Dave. Last week, in episode 55, we gave you a taste of a British pastime, the pub quiz. Some listeners were really interested in the concept and had lots of questions about it and about pubs generally. The pub is a part of British and Irish culture and we've not really come across anything like it elsewhere in Europe. There are bars and cafes, but a pub has a different atmosphere. In fact, this seems like the perfect time to ask, what's the difference? What's the difference? What's the difference between a pub and a bar? There are lots of similarities that make pubs and bars practically the same. Their main purpose is to sell alcohol. Of course they sell soft drinks too, but most people who go to a pub or a bar go to drink alcohol. The types of alcoholic drink they sell are a factor in their difference though. Pubs focus mostly on beers. Often pubs in the UK sell local brands of something called real ale. Real ale is beer that is brewed in relatively small quantities and is served by being pulled via a hand pump into your glass. Other beers and lagers have gas added to them and are served by opening a tap. You can also buy wines and spirits in a pub. However, if you want a cocktail or more sophisticated wines and spirits, then you go to a bar. The other main difference is the atmosphere. Bars are often livelier and more likely than pubs to have a dance floor. Pubs often have a more relaxed atmosphere and people may spend a whole evening there relaxing with friends or even on their own, with a newspaper, a good book or their laptops these days. If you're visiting the UK and you walk into somewhere and you're not certain if it's a pub or a bar, look at the furniture. Traditional pubs tend to have wooden furniture and comfy cushions on many of the seats. A bar will probably have more standing room and metal or plastic furniture. Oh, but just to confuse you, the place where you order your drink is called the bar, regardless of whether you're in a pub or not. In fact, unlike the rest of Europe, if you want a drink in a pub or a bar, you should stand at the bar, wait for the staff to notice you and then tell them your order. Wait while they pour it for you and then pay them before carrying it to your table yourself. Now you may be aware that there are some wonderful names for pubs in the UK. The Cricketers Inn, The Elephant and Castle and Ye Old Trip to Jerusalem are some great ones. There are some very popular ones too. Many pubs have been around for centuries, since before much of the population could read, and so pubs were identified by pictorial signs. The most common pub name is the Red Lion, nice and easy to recognise by its picture, as is the Crown. Another common name is the Royal Oak. This name refers to an episode in history. In 1651, Cromwell defeated Prince Charles Stuart, who fled, becoming a fugitive. The story goes that to avoid being caught, the prince dressed up as a woman and hid in various places one of which was an old English oak tree in Shropshire. Another pub name you might come across is the White Hart. Now the Hart is H-A-R-T, which is a stag, so you can expect to see a picture of a male deer outside these pubs. 
Other common names are the plough, the railway and the king's arms. Now I know some of you had a go at our pub quiz because you've told me, but so far nobody has sent their answers, so I can't declare a winner. What I'm going to do is I'm going to give you the answers anyway and you can still get in touch and tell us how you did. So, the first question was, on what day of the week is a roast dinner traditionally served? Well, the answer is Sunday, because we also call it the Sunday roast. Question two, which country in the United Kingdom has the haggis as a traditional food? Well, the answer for that is Scotland. Question three, what food do people like to eat on Shrove Tuesday? Mmm, one of my favourites pancakes. People eat pancakes on Shrove Tuesday. Question four. The Beatles had a hit record way back in 1967 with a song called All You Need Is Love. All You Need Is Love. Number five. Which Adele song starts with the lyrics, I heard that you're settled down? Well, if you keep singing, you get to the title, which is Someone Like You. Question number six. Which very old British band played in Berlin in 1989 to celebrate a world-changing event? The band is Pink Floyd's. They were famous for an album called The Wall, so they played when the Berlin Wall came down. That's Pink Floyd. Number seven. What three numbers are the code name for the British spy, James Bond? He's known as 007. Number eight. Sheldon, Raj, Penny and Amy are characters in which long-running American comedy series? That's The Big Bang Theory. Question 9. Doctor Who is a famous British television series. The character of the Doctor has been played by many actors. Can you name two of them? Well, there have been 13 Doctors and even more actors, so I'm not going to list them all for you. But the most recent ones are Jodie Whittaker, Peter Capaldi and my personal favourite, Matt Smith. Number 10. What are the three colours of the Union Jack flag? Pretty easy, I think. Red, white and blue. Number 11. What is the name of Queen Elizabeth II's husband? He's called Prince Philip. Question 12. How do British people refer to the London Underground system? We call it the Tube. Number 13. Where is the famous Lawn Tennis Championship held in the UK? And the answer to that is Wimbledon. Number 14. When was the last time the UK hosted the Olympic Games? And that was in 2012. And I think Dave suggested that for an extra point, could you name the host city? And the host city is London. Then finally, question 15. How many players are there in a cricket team? And the answer is... 11. And now it's time for Idiom of the Week. Idiom of the Week? Now, a few times I've ordered a coffee or a cup of tea in a pub. And to tell the truth, the staff were a bit annoyed on some of those occasions. I suppose because making a hot drink takes longer than pouring a glass of something. But it's made me think of this week's idiom, which I use quite a lot and has surprised some of my students recently. If we're talking about something that's not my thing, not to my taste, I can say, it's not my cup of tea. So, for example, Dave might say to me, Ali, shall we have mango for dessert? 
and I'd say, no thanks, Dave, it's not my cup of tea. Or a friend might say to you, do you want to come and see Black Widow when it comes out? And you might reply, hmm, not really. Marvel films aren't really my cup of tea. And here I am at the end of my first solo episode of Proper English. As always, I hope you've had fun listening in. And whether you're a new listener or a regular subscriber, why not get in touch? You can email us at properenglish, all one word, at sapo.pt. Or you can ask us questions on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook if you have them in your country. And don't forget to tell everyone you know about us. Your friends, family, anyone who's studying or learning English. And make sure you like this episode and leave us a nice review and subscribe to us on your favourite podcast app. So until next time, it's goodbye from me and thank you for listening to Proper English. English.